0: Okay, here I am. I'm so grateful because even though I have a hard time with everything, like actually, like if it were all up to me, i probably just laze around and be like a potato couch for my whole life. Because that's kind of how I was raised, right? I was kind of raised to, to, you know, arrive at the beautiful lofty state of my throne and adulthood to just sit on the couch and do that for the rest of my life, you know? That was kind of what my future looked like and and I could, right? Like, I totally can. That's totally something I can do, but there's something in me that just has this sense, it's like, I just don't think that I was born to do that, though. Like, I just have a sense that I can't just, you know, acquire so much, you know, like, heaviness in my life, whether it's through my physical body, whether it's through the heaviness of the baggage that my home takes on, or whether it's just like, you know, just, just super living a life that is just totally in the realm of like natural, just all doing things because it feels good kind of thing, right? Like, yes, there's time and place for recreation and luxury and like, you know, like respite and those kinds of things. I believe in that. That's why like I want to build like a retreat business. Um, But there's the other side of me that's a little bit in the space of like, but I don't think that my whole life existence needs to be complete ease constantly, right? You know, like I woke up today and I felt a little bit miffed. I felt a little bit miffed that the house didn't clean itself by, like, clean itself while it was sleeping, right? I felt a little bit miffed that, you know, like, all these other things, right? Like, I think I'm still, like, trying to recover from, like, feeling like I can't, um, have the things that I kind of maybe wished I had, I guess, growing up, to, like, that, that maybe a mother kind of person would offer, um, and, you know, whether it's, like, having my favorite things or, like, You know having somebody else vouch for you know the little things that would make the difference for me to feel like just like a special little girl right i might have felt like pockets of that for sure um because there's some kind souls that would just drop into my life and become my mentor for like a couple weeks or a month at a time right and they totally like did that for me you know they did that for me whether it was you know different family members or different like you know, groups, like youth group kind of people that would just, like, take me under their wing and just, like, bring me with them so I could have that level of guidance. But basically, here I am, just, like, doing my life anyways. And, you know, yesterday I had a bit of a tizzy out and I had a conversation about that to help um, Will build myself out of this, like, avoidant kind of nature that I have, that I have had in the past, and bring in the new year with somewhat of an upfront conversation honesty piece that just allowed for me to be honest with myself in one, accepting my own weaknesses and also explaining quite clearly to other people what my weaknesses are so that they're aware and they don't have to expect more than I can even expect of myself at this stage. The library, because we're not doing family scripture study. I know, because I'm not there yet this is what I need to do before I do scripture study. And you need to be able to do what you're doing. But I'm not giving any direction and I don't want you to ask me to look at what you did. That's what I meant. Because I'm in the middle. Um, So anyways, I am so grateful that I can be in the process right now. I can be in the process of figuring out how to be accepting of my own weaknesses to communicate those clearly so that they can be understood in the forefront um, and not have this lingering outside expectation. And so, so then people can understand when they give me you know some ideas of things that, that are helpful in the realm of wanting to support them with something that is something they would like support with, that it's already a big stretch for me because that is my weakness to be able to support in those areas and so in them asking for support in that area it's already a weakness and that that it might happen it might not and so when it does happen to make sure that it's like it's also acknowledged too but also if it doesn't happen to also just like be ready that it's not going to happen every single day at the exact same time kind of thing right So that was nice. It was nice to just end the day with some level of like resolution, some level of like um, closure, those kinds of things. I felt really grateful for that level of connection. And then the next day in waking up, I just kind of felt a little bit, just kind of in some ways running faster than I had speed, right? Like just like I don't know, I appreciate the the leverage that I get when I wake up two hours before everybody that I live with wakes up, right? Because I'm a bit of a people pleaser, I'm a bit of a person that just, like, you know, is is ready to serve, right? I like, it's a good thing that I built it into my yoga sequence the other day, this whole concept of the woman at the well and just like allowing for that simulative meditative experience of pretending that i'm at this well with this beautiful vessel experience and i'm i'm filling my buckets of water it's buckets of water that i'll need for the day it's buckets of water that i've needed for days before this it's buckets of water that i'll need to have in storage to be able to offer to others because i'm going to be called as a leader to be able to share the buckets of water that I have stored up in myself to teach other people how to also go to the well and fill up, right? And so I'm just super grateful that I had that experience to just kind of help retrain, reframe my, my heart and mind space into a space where I could really just work with, with the resources that I do have, right? Within me, without me, um, that are available to me that was really lovely I was also really grateful to be able to just get into a frame of mind this morning to be like you know what I might not have an insta cleaning house I might not have somebody else to mother me I might not have you know there's a lot of not has right it's just one of those existence things where it's like we work by the sweat of our brow you know and that's, that's the whole point of this simulative earthly experience for us to gain and acquire um, a desire to draw closer to the Lord amongst all of our tribulations, amongst all of our joys, and to acknowledge him in his path that he has created for us so that this doesn't have to be forever. This earthly existence is not what forever looks like. This is just a test. This is just one dot in our in our whole eternal experience to allow for us to gain a level of I think appreciation, a level of willingness and a desire to to reach to God even when we can't see him, even when it doesn't make sense, but to believe that it's still true. It's still true that he's our father. And he's created a beautiful life for us. And we're here on the earth right now to experience some things to learn from. So that we will be all the more prepared in the life to come. Right? I've been memorizing the living Christ lately. And it's been beautiful. Um, It's been a lot to me also. As I've been... I feel like it te- definitely has been instrumental in my process of creating like a Come Follow Me yoga series. And I'm really grateful for that. Because... <clears throat> it's just allowed for me to gain even more awareness of who my dear creator, my savior is and what he's done for me so that as I create this like come follow me yoga series, it just makes it so that I have even more of a testimony as I'm going through it to be like, no, this is like the best thing ever. If there's going to be a yoga sequence for anything, this is it. Like this is going to be the one that can knock your socks off Because clearly, the Come Follow Me program has been such an inspired program to help individuals, families, communities, the world to be able to unite in our personal studies together on the same week. Like, that's pretty united. I think that's absolutely awesome. And then, like, what if there was, like, a yoga curriculum 52 weeks of the year that everyone in the whole world is following all at the same time? Like... Can you imagine the level of like revelation, inspiration, light, and truth and goodness that could just spread across the whole world with that simple notion of people breathing more, people, you know, doing the things that are just going to allow for them to feel even more connected with, you know, heavenly, their heavenly parents or what some people would call nature? You know, like I always have this funny, like, Mantra, not mantra, but this like inside joke, I guess. That like whenever I like am going into outside and spending time outside with my family, and sometimes I might not know exactly where each one of my single kids are. Like I can't see them physically, but I know they're in a general area. I'm like, oh, it's okay. They're spending they're at grandma camp right now. They're spending time with their heavenly mother, you know, in mother nature kind of thing, and it's it's gonna be fine, right? And so, anyways, I've been super glad. I've been super glad to be memorizing this living Christ. I haven't recited it in a few days, so hopefully I can remember it. So this is what I've got so far. As we commemorate the birth of Jesus Christ two millennia ago, we offer our testimony of the reality of his matchless life and the infinite virtue of his great atoning sacrifice. None other has had so profound an influence upon all those who have lived and all those and and who will yet live upon the earth. He was the great Jehovah of the Old Testament, the Messiah of the New. Under the direction of the Father, of his Father, he was the creator of the earth. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. Though sinless, he was baptized to fulfill all righteousness. He went about doing good, yet was despised for it. His message, his gospel was a message of peace and goodwill. He entreated all to follow his example. He walked the roads of Palestine, healing the sick, causing the blind to see, and raising the dead. He taught the truths of eternity, the reality of our premortal existence, the purpose of our life on earth, and the potential of the sons and daughters of God in the life to come. I can do this. I can do this. (laughs) <laughs> so I had the the beginning, the first phrase. It was like, as we commemorate. Then the second is like, he was the great Jehovah. And then third, oh, I got this. Oh, he instituted the sacrament as a reminder of his great atoning sacrifice. He was arrested and condemned on spurious charges, convicted to satisfy a mob, and... Sentenced to die on Calvary's cross. He gave his life to atone for the sins of all mankind. His was a vicarious was a great vicarious gift in behalf of all who would ever live upon the earth. We solemnly testify that his life, which is central to all human history, neither began in Bethlehem nor concluded on Calvary. He was the firstborn of the Father, the only begotten Son in the flesh, the Redeemer of the world. He rose from the grave to become the first fruits of them that slept. As risen Lord, he visited among those who he had loved in life. He also ministered among his other sheep in ancient America. In the modern world, he and his father appeared to the boy Joseph Smith, ushering in the long-promised dispensation of the fullness of times. Of the living Christ, the prophet Joseph wrote, his eyes were as a flame of fire, the hair of his head was white like the pure snow. His voice was as the sound of the rushing waters The rushing of great waters, even the voice of Jehovah saying, I am the first and the last. I am he who liveth. I am he who was slain. I am your advocate with the father. And that's what I have so far. I'm like already kind of. Peering like I'm peeking over the horizon of 75% of this memorized and I'm just like I'm super smitten I feel like I'm a changed person ever since I started memorizing this thing it was like the week right before Christmas I was kind of in a little tizzy a little bit of a slog you know like you know that slog that we can get into sometimes when we're not feeling connected with the people that we feel like we should be connected with right but we don't really know how to how to like repair or to like Um, how to make those things happen instantly so we just kind of like mosey around maybe we'll mosey around social media or we'll just mosey around in our life but just feel like we're just kind of wandering right so I just started reaching out I reached out to one person that I'm kind of close to that I feel like is kind of my elder and I was just saying like I just feel like I'm disconnected with my elders right like I feel like you know my grandparents have passed I feel like this this feeling of like i need to have people in my life that just have greater wisdom than i, right? That i can just like rely on and just know that there's more than what i know, right? And there and there's way more than i know, but it's it's meaningful no stuff, right? Like it's stuff that is the most important treasures of life to not miss before leaving this life, right? Like this is my premortal bucket list that I'm trying to check off right now. And I'm just so delighted that I get some level of inkling into, okay, this is what it's gonna look like for me. This is what it's gonna look like in like 30 years, 20 years, 10 years, five years, one year. This is what it's gonna look like today, right? Like the habits that I'm creating today, the things that I do today are gonna make the difference so that in a year from now, I'm going to be totally different doing this 365 times, right? So that's really cool. And I was able to experience such a lovely, lovely, beautiful experience call with some friends yesterday who are offering their services as health coaches this, this year. Oh my goodness. I am just so smitten with them. And I'm so proud of them because they are, one, they are such gem kind of people all together, Right. I would just want to be coached by them about any topic, quite honestly. (laughs) Like, they're the kind of people that you want to just, you don't want to go to bed if you are spending time with them. You want to spend another five, three to six hours talking with them because they have so much to share that is so meaningful and so helpful that it's like, no, 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 you have more questions. You're like, no, 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 no. We can't go to we can't go to sleep tonight. Sleep is out of the question. It is not as important as getting as much as possible from whatever you know that you are ready to share, because it will change my life. Right? Exactly. That's exactly it. So I got to have an hour with these two ladies yesterday that were talking, and one of them, her name's Amy, and she was talking about this beautiful experience that she has had um, with understanding the impact that that our body goes through, but how we can protect it, um, you know, like, you know, she kind of shared a little bit of her story, right, where, you know, she had been flattened out by some things that were you know interfering with what she called her microbiome right like it's this word that people talk about when they're you know talking in relation to gut and all of that kind of health and you know everything to do with that world right and and basically she was going from a place where she was floored she was sick you know so many things were going wrong with her body you know like People were just basically wondering, like, why is she still alive? Right. And, and it's so beautiful how she was sustained to the point where she could find the knowledge she needed to find to allow for her body to start repopulating, you know, in her microbiome, where she learned tips and tricks along the journey to just like, you know, try out one thing for a month and another thing for three months, whatever, and build it from there. Right. And to know that that is possible for people to go from one state of where they are to be completely transformed right into a completely different level of who they are from their simple actions on that daily spectrum of days right so it was a beautiful story i loved it i was so grateful to hear of her testimony of what she calls her microbiome and you know different things that are going to help a person that wants to like you know start in this journey kind of stuff I was super grateful for you know all the little tips and tricks. I always love learning from different health coaches and see what is their first thing that they're gonna say for somebody to just start, you know just starting the habit, having one thing be a symbol of this is me starting my journey in this path. This is something easy that I can do no matter what, no matter if I have a budget, um, or I'm not working with a budget or whatever, right? So I, I love those kind of tidbits. I'm excited to try out this like, you know, cuz her her one first focus is to help people to just start the process of clearing the gut right. And I was really fascinated by her whole spiel. Um one of the golden nuggets that I took was just one of the spiels was, "Hey, put flax seeds with water. Turn it into like a let it t- I don't even remember the next instruction, but my guess is then it's like, "Hey, let it jellify kind of thing and then drink it kind of thing so she just said one teaspoon a day right to start you know and then maybe later on have one day be like the flax day right if you can't remember every single day or whatever but just like start incorporating and just start paying attention to see how that responds with your body she talked about this whole concept of having certain foods that you specifically don't need to be broken down you want it to come out in, you know, when, when I go through my process, like she didn't mention this part, but I I have this system where I look at the Bristol stool chart and I see what number I'm at when I go to the washroom to just kind of have help me have a better gauge on where my body's at in elimination and everything. So that was so helpful to be like, oh, so I need that one other piece in my, you know, routine that's really going to help me to, to like flush out because her idea was like having these larger um not larger but like having certain um aspects of what i put into my body that's going to help clean out it was just like a like a a big aha moment of like oh so there's things that i can incorporate in my you know in in my nutrition in my diet that isn't necessarily all supposed to be broken down right I can be putting things in there that are supposed to stay there in their form because they're going to provide the the level of like flushing out in my system that's just going to help kind of like my visualization in my brain is that it it kind of like surrounds the things that are maybe stuck in my system and gently sl- like slides it out, right? Leaving behind like a beautiful lubricated like gel, right? That That just like, you know, it's good as it comes in and it leaves behind good kind of thing, right? Then she went into this other other part that I just thought was so sweet where she she really went into the details, you know, and she made it simple for us, right? Uh, all of us that were like this is the first time I've ever heard the word microbiome, right? <laughs> and it was just so sweet. She just went right into it where like after what she shared, then I was like, "Okay, I get it." You know, now I understand that in my system, I I'm either feeding, you know, good guys in my system or I'm feeding bad guys in my system, right? And you know, the good guys will feed off of the good things that I eat, right? And then and then they're going to leave behind a byproduct, right? That's really good for my body. You know, like the the kind of thing that's good for my body that's a hormone that people see, typically seek after like by you know going for chocolate or going for all those pleasure things right people are seeking for happiness and pleasure when they typically go for those like you know like craving kind of foods right they want that instant gratification of like oh that was so good right but it's not long lasting right but then she talked about how these these like you know alkaline type of foods are actually the things that you want because they're going to create the long lasting actual hormone byproduct in the like gut experience the microbiome as like as a as a legit scientific leftover that you did it right right versus just like going for the the thing that looks like it's gonna make you feel better and then it's gonna make the crash happen later and it's just gonna feed the bad guys and they're gonna leave behind more acidity and more wreaking havoc and all of this kind of destruction. So it was just fun to have this like experience where I could see it like a movie in my head. I was like, oh, this could be like a comic strip. This could totally be like a kid's video series of like the good guys versus the bad guys and like, who will win next? (laughs) So anyways. I don't know if anybody's ever watched like the magic school bus, but I just love that episode where they go into Ralphie, like one of their classmates and they go and like travel around his bloodstream and everything. And they see like, who's going to win between like the white blood cells and the red blood cells and all of this kind of thing. Cause he's sick at home. And anyways, I think everything should be described in such a very visual way so that we can really understand the fight that's going on, that our body is legitimately doing so much for us. That, that we need to honor. You know, I, I went through a big spiel like a year ago where I really looked up a whole bunch of the little videos to tr- try to get a better gauge in my vocabulary and all this stuff with digestion and all this. And it never really occurred to me until I watched this one digestion kind of video that's like my body takes like 16 to 20 hours to go through the process of the food coming from my mouth to then cu- leaving my body, right? like when when each of my body systems need like take the time to process that thing that I've just put in my mouth. So if my body is going to take seriously to work hard for me for a good 16 hour chunk to process every single thing I put in my mouth, that's something I really want to be respectful of. I don't want to just joke around and play pranks on my body all day long every time, right? And just think that it's gonna be a funny joke on my body, right? Like I'm kind of done with these practical jokes of like giving my body things that it's just like, what? What was this? Like, this is so random. Like, why? Why do I have this to work with? I don't know what to do with this. So then it'll like toss it back up, right? It'll throw it out, like by spitting it up, right? Or it'll like try to like get it out of there and be like, this is a bomb, right? And try to just like flush it out, right? So anyways, I'm feeling very done with that level of life existence and I'm really excited to open up this next chapter of my life to be super more intentional. My word of the year is soaring and I feel like I'm really kicking off with a great um, great step forward in just like looking forward in a way that's that's gonna be not like boastful or like showing off necessarily but like soaring like because my whole intent is like soaring. In self-reliance with my Savior right like nothing with him is about showing off it's all about just doing exactly what is needed at any given moment and 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 going and carrying on and not not necessarily saying hey I did it whatever it's like it's just obvious right and and just doing the those little things right and that's what I love about self-reliance it's it's all about the small little things that are going to make a huge difference um, in this life and the next.